audience of Fantasy Fam. Here we are back again, except this episode, we will not be discussing fantasy baseball, but rather the NFL draft. Uh, it is now Saturday night, so the draft has come and gone. Um, we've seen some surprise picks. We've seen some, you know, not as much, you know, we thought, wow, they might be around. Maybe they won't be. But you know what? It was a ridiculous weekend. One of the better drafts we've seen in a very long time. Um, I mean, it was honestly like I love the NFL draft more than anything in this world. It matters to fantasy football, um, but it was probably the most exciting and you know nerve wracking draft that I've seen in a long time. Because you didn't you didn't know what was going to happen, right? You know, this wasn't an Andrew Luck very, very surprising right, draft, right? It wasn't an Andrew Luck you know RG three kind of draft where you knew who they were trading up for. You know, quarterbacks. We didn't know if Sam Darnold was going one. We didn't know if Josh Allen potentially could go number one. So we'll talk about some of those storylines, some of those players that we really thought. Because um, we had a little wager amongst our uh, fantasy fam, uh, you know, hosts uh, that we who would be the uh, the top five picked, and I think all of us got one pick, one right. Um, so it is what it is. Um, but what a draft! We were actually there. Which this is, I was just exciting. gonna say this is another very exciting episode because we're actually together. Yes, we like, are both located in the state in of Texas, person in Texas right now, recording. And yes, we were there. Yes. Which was pretty awesome. I mean, we didn't get inside because tickets were a little pricey. And if you really wanted to, you could actually wait in line and they would give you, like I think, like a free ticket or something yeah, like that. It was like a, yeah, it was, a, it was a chance to get you, inside. You had to get there at like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And the draft didn't start here until 7 p.m. Holy 7 crap. p.m. local time, so that's seven hours of waiting. So, we, you know, we figured, why not enjoy the day and then get there a little bit later and see what happens. And it was one of the coolest atmospheres. I will never give Jerry Jones any bit credit. It's awesome. I, I do not like giving him any props, but it was an awesome draft. Awesome. Um, the outside was incredible. They had tents full of, you know, food and beer. They had, you know, museum stuff. Hall of Fame stuff. stuff. Yeah. It, was aw- it was awesome. It was one of the better uh, things I've ever been to. It's like kick, to pass, pun, play yeah. 60 you could sit on the You could sit on, a, um, on the, like, the turf and watch it on a big big TV on the lawn. Yeah. It was really cool. Awesome. Um, so that made the atmosphere that much more fun. Quite impressed. Yeah, it was a really good job. And based on the fact how how, Phil, how Philly did last year and how great of a success it was there this year in uh, Dallas. So I'm not sure what next year will bring, but it is definitely very interesting to see um, where the potential cities could be in the future. Maybe Chicago. Um, you could see maybe L.A. Uh, but if it was back in Dallas or back in Philly, I really think that they would have see just as big of a success. Uh, the Cowboys fans were out in full force. That is for sure. It was, yeah, it was pretty intense. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through some of the best, uh, so just the first round as a whole, and then we'll go through some of our favorite picks from then on out, uh, because there were some good values in the second, third, and fourth round where we saw some, you know, some some good picks um, from a fantasy perspective. You know, we're not going to go through a lot of the defensive players. We're not going to go through even some of the offensive uh, line positions. Uh, we're going to talk mostly about the offensive-minded uh, positions, the ones that will matter both this year and in the future. Oh yeah, yeah, because the, we had some crazy, crazy picks. So, started off, the Browns had two of the first four picks, as we all know. Basically, again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. for right. previous years. Right. They had two of the top four picks. Uh, and then in the second round, they had two of the first three picks, which was incredible. Unreal. So, first pick, they held it close to the vest, did not tell anybody what was going to happen, and they decided to go with Baker Mayfield, the but quarterback from Oklahoma. During the day, a lot of people were saying that Baker Mayfield was going to be. I mean, they were saying, what, like 50%, I think, or something? Yeah. Maybe even more that he was actually going to go with the first pick. Right. How do do you feel about this? I know Uh, know you love uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do. I'm still completely 
I don't. I don't know. So I, don't I, know. Had, I had heard rumblings that the Jets were going to be. Look, you know, he was done deal to the Jets because they thought that either Darnold or Josh Allen were going to be the pick at one to the Browns, and that the Giants were basically set on taking Saquon Bar- Barkley. So there was a you know done deal that Baker Mayfield would be going to the Jets, and I could not have been more excited. He brings that flair. He brings enthusiasm to it. He is a great player outside of the pocket. He has speed. Um, I've heard things people say like, well, I don't like the pick. I'm not a huge fan of the pick. He doesn't really offer much outside of the pocket, really. He's not a great athlete, and I just sat there dumbfounded. Because he is not a quarterback that runs. He is a quarterback that can run. He has if great he athle- to, yeah, he has yeah. great athleticism. He's, he's a big boy, too. He's all, he, I mean, he's not tall, but he's a strong competitor. And he that, really is. And he that fa- right there right. is the huge question about him. It it's says he's 6'1". He's, he's def- listed as 6'1". He's a little under 6'1". He's six like he's, right around He's a little six over 6'. Foot. And that's the people who make comparisons. Well, Drew Brees can do it. Russell Wilson can do it. Can he do it? And I said, you know, my he thought is... He has to adjust. If he can, he yeah, can. If he can, yeah. he can. I my mean, thinking is that the, his height really... It does matter, but at the same time, it does not matter. Because he is a good player. Yeah. He is a football player who has great pocket presence. And also, his, pers- his completion percentage is off the charts. He makes the most of his passes, so I do, and I think he can step in and potentially, um, I mean, you know, the guy's for, high, he won the high yeah, game. and he can compete for the job with uh, their newly acquired quarterback in Cleveland, Tyron Ty Taylor. Taylor. I really think that could be a pretty good competition, and if even if he doesn't play in the first few games, so be it. The Browns have gotten better with their drafting through their free agency. They have piled on bodies that can perform. It, and they really are setting themselves up for you know moving towards that five and eleven type team, six and ten type team, even you know potentially an eight and eight uh, type team, which is awesome. So get that out of the way. Baker Mayfield, number one pick. We, you know we we saw a potential in you know the, the the day of the draft. They said you know there's a really good chance Baker Mayfield goes to the Browns, and that's what happened. So the next pick after that, what will the Giants do? Will they go Sam Darnold? He is sitting there, and they take the best player available, in Saquon my opinion. Barkley. Yeah, the Saquon Barkley was the best player in this draft. Um, he, I don't know, remember the exact players, um, but they made comparisons in the fact that he ran faster than DJ, uh, than Deshaun Jackson. He put up more on the bench press than, uh, I forget who it was. But, I mean, he, he jumped higher than uh, Julio. I mean, it was unbelievable, the, the stat, you know, the, the things he put up at the combine. He is a five-tool you know five tool player, basically. He can do everything right. He can run outside, inside, catch passes. He can return kicks if he wanted to. I mean, the kid is unbelievable. He's also a big boy, 230-plus uh, pounds. Um, and I think the Giants, you know, not only the Giants, just the right, the Giants, feet too. right, the Giants needed a Perfect. running back, and they made up for it as well by drafting two offensive linemen in the next few rounds. Yes, um, they which they needed badly. So to pair them up with Nate Solder on that on offensive line. So I really, I think Saquon is set to be, and not, not that we're going to talk fantasy positions here and where running backs are going to be drafted and where we have them ranked, but Saquon right now for me is definitely going to be in that late first, early second round of most fantasy drafts because he does. Absolutely everything, and that Giants offense is going to be potent. So could be a little scary with Ingram, ODB, Barkley. Could bring Eli Manning back, yeah, into the fantasy conversation. Not that he's a great quarterback. I right. mean, I'm not a huge fan. Obviously, I'm a Cowboys fan, but <laughs> I mean, you're a Jets fan, and yeah. obviously, yeah. No, but I- it's just this was a great from an actual team. Standpoint. This was a fantastic draft pick, and I really hate to say that, but you're giving Eli Manning at least two or three more years by having a bell cow in Saquon Barkley. I'm sorry, but any other running back that's on the Giants right now, they're they're yeah, Jonathan Stewart. Was they're barely going to see. Yeah. They're barely going to see playing. Uh, yeah. in my opinion, that's what I would do. Yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, he, he can makes them better. It. He makes them better. And so, while I've always been on the Giants for the fact that they have not brought in a successor. Um, 
for it's Eli Manning. For, or, no, no, I'm saying oh, for Eli. Say yeah. Tiki Barber, right? No, too. they haven't. Well, that's true. Actually, <laughs> they haven't really had a great running back. Bob Bradshaw no. was their last decent running back. Yeah. So they haven't really addressed this, uh, you know, a successor for Eli Manning. Um, but honestly, this draft pick for me is I'm a big fan of from a fantasy perspective. Whether from fantasy, a team yeah. from a team perspective, you know, there are people who say that you're now paying him because of his where he was been drafted. You're now paying him as a top five running back in the league because you know because of how you have to spend exactly. your money based yep. on your draft pick. Yep. He is now paid as a top tier running back. And I think he deserves right. it. Right, and there are people who say, well, you should take a quarterback there because if they pan out, you're paying them as a you know a top 20 quarterback instead of a top 5 running back. But that being said, let's move on. My team, the New York Jets, they did not screw this up for the first time in a long time. They traded their three, you know, three second round picks to move three spots up, and they take their future franchise quarterback. Hopefully. In Sam Darnold. We're hoping, right? Does he have some issues to work out? Absolutely. His completion percentage was a little low this past year. But that being a said, rough year from he was year running. Before. He was running for his life behind that god awful offensive line mm-hmm. at USC. So I, I give him. He has great intangibles. He is a. Fan, I think he has a very high football IQ. He has good pocket presence, and he just has to learn how to not only complete the passes, uh, but to operate outside the pocket. So that being, I mean, I think he's a good outside the pocket player. He's got good speed and everything, but for a quarterback at least. But he's got the size six foot three, two hundred twenty plus pounds. Um, I'm a big fan of his, and I'm really hoping that he takes off for them. From a fantasy perspective, though, I'm not. Know. I mean, from a dynasty, you know, in a dynasty type dynasty, league, I would draft him. You know, yes. he's going to be a first round pick yes. in dynasty because he has all the intangibles and he has the opportunity because Josh McCowan is on his last legs in the NFL. At hell, I mean, Josh McCowan's been around for a while. Yes, he is like just Mr. Iron Horse, yeah. Iron Man, or whatever well, the fuck you want to call of. him. He's always injured, but he's still but around. He's always injured, he's but I mean, around. the guy's been on like probably yeah. like 15 different teams. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, everybody in like the, you know, like the NFC or whatever, but or AFC, yeah. yep. uh, he can learn. He can learn from McCown. I mean, yep. the guy's been around for, yep. he's got experience. He may not be great, but he's got a lot of experience. Yeah. The thing that the thing that bothers me about Sam Darnold, though, is that he, he actually turned the ball over a lot. Yeah. At USC. Especially this past year. 2017 was Welcome way worse NFL. than 2016. We're and that's talking happen. big boys. And that's going to happen in, in his rookie year. Even if he starts halfway through the year, if he starts in 2019, um, he's going to struggle with turnovers is my guess. And that being said, Peyton Manning did as well. I mean, it, it happens. So I, I just I, – I'm happy with the pick. The Jets have a future quarterback in their grasp, and I don't care that he's from USC. I don't care he's from the Pac-12. Um, I really love the pick. Hopefully it's not a repeat. Right. Of the Sanchez. <laughs> I went there. Don't say that, please. Yeah, I went there. Anyway, but, and I also like that they got Crowell Correct. in the offseason as well to have him and Bilal Powell. Yep. Could be an awesome one-two duo. I agree. To help with Sam Darnold. And they're both kind of young, too. Yep. So. so let's just run through the, uh, the last few quarterbacks that were taken because it was a very quarterback-heavy top 10 in first round. The Bills trading up. Yeah, the Bills. So wow. the, Bills, the Bills trading up to number 7. Um, with they, the... They traded their twelve. They traded the twelfth pick. No, with their, no, they traded up with the um, with the Bucks. The Bucks. So the Bucks, they split uh, picks, and then they traded a. I don't remember what the trade was. Second or third round pick as well to go along. They really didn't give up as much actually to go get. Not Josh that Allen. much, yeah. So Josh Allen becomes a Bill. Not sure how that one is going to pan out. I've seen. Uh, I saw a video actually on Barstool of um, the Bills fans who went to a draft party and they saw the trade up and they saw Josh Allen picked and I can tell you the fans did not look pleased. He is a project. He is a big, big, big project. Playing he's a against. big boy. Yeah, he is. He's a bi- very powerful arm. 6'5", 235. I mean, the guy has a fantastic arm. 
He's shown that he, outside the pocket he actually has some pretty decent tools. That being said, though, his footwork needs help. His accuracy needs help. He also doesn't have experience. He played Wyoming where he actually missed a lot of time. So it's a really big project. The, the Bills have A.J. McCarron for this next year, um, who I think will start most of the year. Probably. I think the Bills will be a bottom-type team. I don't see them finishing you know, more than 5-11 and 11, or anywhere near that, actually. So... That being said, though, I, I the Josh Allen pick is another one of those quarterback selections where we think he could pan out. We don't really know, though. But moving on to the one that actually matters. The crazy... Uh, yeah. The one that matters this, the most is Josh Rosen. The Cardinals trading up, uh, what, from the 15th pick? Dude they, needs to shut up. Yeah, well, that well, that's, we'll get that's, to that. Colt, uh, so the, the Raiders swap picks with them, 10 and 15. The Cardinals uh, move up to the number 10 pick where they take Josh, Josh Rosen, Rosen to be their quarterback of the future. Um, could be future, could start as early as September of this year. It could, if it Sam could happen. If Sam healthy, which is always a possibility. If if not, though, I mean, he's gonna he's going to start this year. That's Brad, Bradford's going yeah. to get hurt right. again. And I even, hate if, to say I that. even if Bradford doesn't get hurt, I really think that Josh Rosen yeah. will play. Um, in all actually, you know, in all reality, here putting him aside as a human being, um, oh. I think he has. He's a good quarterback. He has the highest floor of any of the quarterbacks in this draft. He has great footwork. He has great accuracy. I'm a big fan of his as a player. Um, I don't think he has the highest ceiling of anybody. I think Darnold and or Josh Allen have the highest ceiling. Um, but I do think he has the highest floor to compete at the next level. Mind you, he does have now the best running back. Yeah. In the league behind him. And a very good wide receiver. Holy crap. And he still has the ageless yeah. Larry Fitzgerald. He has a bad offensive line, though. We'll give it that. The Cardinals are pretty abysmal on the offensive line. Yeah, they are. But that is what it is. But he's he's actually walking into a pretty good situation. They're not yeah. a... They're they're not a terrible team. Right. They're not a dumpster fire. That is for they're sure. They're not an awful team. They just... New head coach, though. That's the problem. So, we'll new, s- yeah. hey, new head coach, new quarterback... Yeah. Maybe they could mesh well, give them maybe a right. year. He's not the greatest guy, you know? though. He had he came out and said, you know, it's great. I understand the fire you want to have, and you're saying, of course, hey, you these people, be confident. you know, I mean, confident, yeah. and sometimes cocky. Um, but to you know, to basically rip apart the nine teams before the Cardinals that picked, and to boast about how wonderful you are is not the greatest start to your NFL career. So he's just an ass. Yeah, so. I'm not a huge fan of his. But hey, if he succeeds the next level, exactly, he, that's he's going to be a pretty viable fantasy asset in terms of dynasty and in potential dynasty. Late definitely, round, I could see him flyer. actually going ahead of yeah. He could be some a of the QB other two. quarterbacks. I could, yeah, I could see him as oh, yeah. a QB two this year. So oh, yeah, uh, let's move through uh, the next quarterback taken. Uh, actually, the only quarterback taken. The last the one. The last one in the first round. Pretty. It's surprising in a way because of the team that drafted him. So Lamar Jackson going number 32 to the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I think it's kind of peculiar that they were the ones who picked him. Well, they also they also traded up. Which, which I the, to get him the trade up isn't the bigger thing because which we get up, though you trade up to the first round because there's a fifth year option for first round picks in the draft. But so I understand that part. That being said, though, Joe Flacco is still their quarterback, and the scheme does not fit Lamar Jackson. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> and, and Lamar Jackson has said over and over again that he does not want to change positions. He is a quarterback and will be a quarterback and will compete as a quarterback, which is all well and good. Joe Flacco is not an elite quarterback. Joe Flacco will never be an elite quarterback. He does not throw touchdowns. He does not throw for it, many yards He's anymore. a good playoff. He's a pretty decent playoff quarterback, yeah, though. Yeah. Hey, when they when they won the Super Bowl though, obviously Ray Lewis they had a lot of fire because yeah, was it was great. Right, exactly, defense was great. But drafting Lamar Jackson to trade up for him, I yes, I get the whole fifth year option, but like that means they're li- you're going to invest in this guy mm-hmm. first round pick, whether even he was their second round pick. Yeah, is Lamar Jackson going to be the quarterback of the future? 
for the Ravens. Well, we know he's a very exciting player who can of really course, exactly. bring a different dynamic. He to could the be like team. a Michael Vick esque, uh, like just type like he, type right. player. He has to work on a lot of things, though. He of has course to work, he does. First of all, he has to work on the things that someone like RG three didn't is staying in the pocket. Exactly, more. it's not running for your life. You know, you have to check down your first, your second, your third option. Don't think and then run first. Run. Exactly. Right. So, but someone like him, though, his football IQ isn't ridiculously high, but he is mm. so gifted athletically that I think Unreal. if they work with him and try to develop him as a quarterback and as an NFL player, I really think he has the highest ceiling actually of anybody in the first round, and that's including Josh Allen and Sam Darnold. I think he has the highest ceiling, but he also has the lowest floor. Because if he doesn't pan out, what does he become? A, a you know some type of halfback? Does he become a wide receiver? I mean, it's I just don't know where we sit with him. But at this point, he is going to be drafted in a lot of dynasty team, leagues because what happens if Joe Flacco starts the year one and three, one and four? And insert Lamar Jackson. Joe Flacco ain't, he's not getting younger, and they haven't been exactly great with him as their quarterback. You know. So- They've tried to bring in some good players, you know, the this past year, uh, this past offseason, they brought in players, uh, like some wide receivers. They, no, 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 no. That was last year. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Ravens oh, this, this year, year brought in yeah. John Brown, Willie Sneed, um, and I'm missing somebody. Oh, they, oh and, and Michael Crabtree. So they oh, brought yes, in some good right. wide receiving right. weapons. They're going to have Alex Collins another year as a running back. Pretty decent running game. Kenneth Dixon coming back pretty, from injury. So pretty good running Lamar game. Jackson adding it to the offense is not going to make them worse, I don't think. It's just more the fact of can you develop him and can you make him an NFL starting quarterback. And, it, and that's where you have just to. Pull, just, just looking at this, Joe Flacco, he averaged 6.5 yards per attempt and has an 82.1 passer rating since winning the Super Bowl. That's not that good. It's not. It ranks him in the bottom. So Lamar Jackson, this could be your team by the end right. of. It could even be by the end of the season. Right. By t- Definitely next season, I think. But could be by the right. end of this season. I agree. I agree. By twenty nineteen, honestly, I see him as potential. If if he starts to develop and they use him correctly, um, I really think that he could potentially be um, their starting quarterback. So let's go through um, some of the, the ha- – we started with quarterbacks because this was a very big year for quarterbacks in the first round. Five in the first round. Right, four Un- in the top ten. <laughs> unreal. unreal. That's awesome. So, Love it. We'll talk about some of the running backs, wide receivers, and the one, I believe, one tight end that was taken in the first round. Uh, I think, yes, yeah. that, that is okay. correct. There's only so one we'll start with end. the running backs. We talked about Saquon Barkley already because he is the most important player. Enough said. About. Right. <laughs> So we'll move on to our next running back who was taken, which was a big surprise a little surprising. for me personally. Yep. Um, I did like him as a player. Uh, I thought he was more of a second or third round pick. I'm not really in the market of you know ranking uh, you know, the NFL draft players, uh, but based on tape and based on his performance, I really thought he was more of a second or third round running back at the next level. And that is Rashad Penny to the Seattle Seahawks. I, 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 think, I think this is good. They don't, they don't have a number one right now. Yes. CJ Proseis, he's probably... He's a receiving back. Exactly. He's a, he's a receiving back. He's going to get hurt. Chris Carson. Another hurt guy. Another yeah, guy gets we, injured. We don't know. I mean, yeah. he, you know... He's a bull. Rashad Penny's a bull, though. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. The man, last year... So, last year, broke breakout season. 2017, he had over 2,000 rushing... Oh, holy crap. 2,248 rushing yards and 23 touchdowns. Yeah, he's, he's good. On only 289 carries. That, that's 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 like that's almost like, seven yards. No, that's more than that. It's almost nine. It's nine that's, plus yards a carry. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, Obviously, it's not going to translate to the NFL because, I mean, let's face it, every, everyone's not going to happen. Yeah. It's exactly. <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, it just, it just doesn't it's, happen. He's playing out of Mountain West. Even Walter Payton or Bo Jackson could. I mean, that's just come on. <laughs> that's ridiculous. But 
This I I think this was a good pick. Very surprising that they drafted him in the first round. Yeah, I yeah, I saw him more. When there were other running backs that potentially, but guys. But if you didn't, but if the truth is, is Seattle has always been this way. Whether it's Bruce Irvin in the first round, uh, yeah. whether it's you know, Rashad Penny in the first round, they they've Bruce always Irvin been worked there, out, kind of. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was. But a, Seattle's was always been odd with their picks in the first round. So honestly, they needed a running back. I get it, but Seattle actually has more uh, problems in their secondary. They did sign Byron Maxwell back, but he's god-awful. Um, they definitely yeah. needed some help on the offensive line, which they never seemed to address. So if you're going to be signing, you know, drafting a running back in the first round, you need to make sure you he has a, you know, a blocking in front of him. But I do like it because he can catch the ball, he can run, he can, you know, um, uh, you know uh, return kicks, punts, which is awesome. But was the value there? I'm not sure. Maybe could have waited. Yeah. Who knows? So last running back of the second round... I mean, the first round was Sonny, uh, was Sony Michelle. Sony, yeah, Sony Michelle. So the two-headed duo at uh, at Georgia. So we see the first running back go from uh, you know the end of the first round, which was Sony Michelle. We saw Nick Chubb go early in the second. We'll talk like, about that like to the Browns. Yeah, later. four picks later. <laughs> um, Sony Michelle is more explosive, in my opinion. He has flashes of brilliance out there, um, and going to the Patriots is probably the best place he could have gone. I love that. Without a doubt, it's one of the best places he could have been drafted. Wow! Um, the way they that Josh McDaniels is going to use him is going to be unbelievable, Un- unreal. They do still have James White. Um, don't which matter. It does. I don't think it matters too much. They do still have Rex Burkhead, which could still matter a little bit. But um, they, but they. Here's the thing: they, they use they use they use all three of them. They, they average like it's their offense. It seems like they're always on the field. Correct. And they lost they lost Danny Amendola, which is pretty big. Uh, they lost Brandon Cooks, which is pretty big. Pretty big, but is so, it? Yeah, no, but I'm saying, I'm saying, so somebody like Sonny Michelle could jump in there and... And that's how they got Sonny Michelle. Correct. Because they lost Brandon right. Cooks. So I, I do, I like the pick a lot. I think, once again, a little bit early for me. He's more of a early, mid, second round pick. I like Chubb actually just as much as him. Good. At, but honestly, the Patriots know how to develop talent like and this. And they're going to do it. They're going to do it, exactly. Um, the only and they wouldn't invest, yeah. they wouldn't invest, they're a very, very, very smart organization, as we can see. They're a dynasty. Right. I hate to say it, but they are, they are a freaking dynasty. Right. And the thing with the Patriots... Uh, unreal. The thing with the Bill Belichick especially, especially the problems he had with Deion Lewis, is that Deion Lewis had a knack for fumbling the ball. Yep. And, and he can't stand that. And Bill Belichick will sit your ass if you Does fumble the ball not. twice. Yep. So, Deion Lewis moves on to Tennessee, and Sony Michelle comes in, and Sony Michelle has some of those same tendencies. He does have problems holding on to the football. So if he can if he can find a way to work on that, you're, he's going to be Bill Belichick's favorite player. Um, so I, I like that. Actually. I like it. We'll, we'll, we'll see. All right, so let's move on to some of the wide receivers. Once again, only um, two wide receivers went in the sec- in the first round. Another big surprise. You know, not a surprise, but more the fact that it's just the, not the norm. Most years you see three, four plus wide receivers going in that first top round. Top 15? Yeah. I even. Mean, like, there's it, some it, drafts, especially top right, 20. Right. There are some drafts where you see a ton of wide receivers, and especially when the consensus, for the most part, number one wide receiver did not go until the 26th pick, which is absolutely absurd. And to the team. Oh, right. my God. So I'm still The in first shock. two wide receivers and the only two wide receivers to go in the first round went to 20, went from uh, number 24. DJ Moore went to the Carolina Panthers. Um, I, I didn't like this one as much. I do like DJ Moore. I think he can develop into a number one receiver. Um, and Cam tiny. really, really needs... Yeah, he's only six foot. He's a tiny dude. He's not He's not so much tiny as he is short. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. There but you go. We'll he, go has the t- he has great abilities, okay? I really have nothing bad to say about his abilities. It's more of the fact that I liked Calvin Ridley more. 
I really do. I like Calvin Ridley more. I think Calvin Ridley runs better routes. I think Calvin Ridley has better hands. Um, I just, I, I just don't think he has the same. I, I just, I, I like Calvin Ridley as a as a player better. He's bigger, he's stronger, and he's just as fast. So I really, I didn't understand that one, but I do like DJ Moore. I he's going to start. Yeah, and he's DJ gonna, Moore. He's go, he's going to be going to be their number, the, number two. two. Yeah, could potentially, could be potentially number beat out yeah. Funches because Funches wasn't really he's a big body a receiver. receiver too. Exactly. Yeah. He's a He's, he's a, a tight hybrid. end slash wide receiver. Yes, he is a wide receiver, but he, I mean that's right. why he played it. Right. Michigan was a tight end. Exactly. So I like the pick. I like the pick, but I do. I did like. I thought Calvin Ridley to the Panthers made more sense. I agree. That being and then, said, whatever. And then you have Calvin Ridley, who is potentially the best receiver in the draft, go to the Atlanta Falcons. And I even leaned to you before this pick, and I right. said, "Could you imagine if the Falcons take Calvin Ridley right now, and they have Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley?" To Alabama, right? Wow. Yeah, and I like Calvin Ridley. Wow. He's he's a little bit smaller in in, uh, in weight. He's a little bit uh, smaller than DJ Moore that way. He's a little bit taller though. Quick, but he's fast. I mean, smooth, the man, fast. He is, he's fast. He's got. He runs great routes. Oh. He is a polished receiver. Is he Julio Jones? No, but working alongside Julio Jones, being wow. opposite Julio Jones wow. is absolutely wow. incredible. Wow. Because Julio hasn't had someone opposite him that can excel since Roddy White, and also can help. I mean, this is this is going to take if okay, we're still going to double Julio Jones. Right. That leaves Calvin Ridley like one on one, who he could definitely beat a yep. number two cornerback. Yep. yep. So I think it's I really I oh. like to pick a lot. I I mean, once Matt again, Ryan goes up. Atlanta for me. needs <laughs> Atlanta needed more help in some other areas. They really did. Something they needed some defensive line. Well, they needed uh, they need help, coach. but no offensive coordinator. Yeah, they need an offensive coordinator. That's <laughs> true. I'm not really sure. But, but that's, that's, never that's happened, another but conversation. Whatever. But liked the pick very much. One of my favorite picks of the first round. Yeah. So only, surprising, right? Loved it. Yes. Only other player that we'll talk about in the first, in the first round is Hayden Hurst. He is a baseball player who was converted basically to a tight end. Um, he had been playing in the uh, in Major League Baseball in the uh, minor leagues for a long time, and decided, you know what, I'm gonna switch over and work on uh, you know, football. I'm, I'm a, he's a big boy, six five, two fifty. Um, tight end for South Carolina, put up pretty unbelievable numbers in his. You know, it was only a few uh, two was it two years there, something like that. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's a good talent. Once again, reach for me. The thing with the Ravens is they always do this. The Ravens reach on their tight ends, their oh tight ends and their their receivers, their tight ends, their running backs. For and they, some reason, they can't do it. They, they bring cannot. in the. It's not they bring in the wrong ones. They bring yeah, they in the do. ones that either get Ew. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that don't fit their scheme. No I production. don't get it. Whatsoever. Instead of talking about Hayden Hurst, because I do like Hayden Hurst, I actually like their third round pick better, and that was Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, the tight end from Oklahoma. Ooh. Huge fan Oklahoma of has his. some pretty good tight ends. So, um, Andrews was pretty much on a lot of boards. He was actually considered to be um, a first round to second round pick. Not exactly sure why he fell. Big boy, too. But they drafted him. They The truth is is that the Ravens like piling up these tight ends. They have Max Williams for periods of time. They have um, Nick Boyle, who has some legal trouble, unfortunately. Um, they had... Uh, who's the one who got hurt? Max Williams. No, who's the one, no, who who's that, who's um, one who's ready to retire? Oh, Pitta. Dennis Pitta. Yeah. So Dennis Pitta was awesome. They had to, they, they pile up these tight ends that have pretty high upside but also get injured a lot. Yep. My favorite, though, is Mark Andrews. I'm a big fan of Mark Andrews. Big body guy. Can catch... Anything in the red zone. So I, I really think he needs to get stronger and more consistent. That being said, though, I really do like him as a nice flyer pick in um, in Dynasty drafts. Mind you, Oklahoma, he played with the number one pick, Correct. Baker Mayfield. Yes. So if Baker Mayfield actually works out, that means Mark Andrews 
could potentially work. Potentially works out as well. Yes. So I do. I do. I did like that pick. I yeah. So we're gonna run through some of the some of our favorite second and third round picks, second, third, fourth round picks, whatever you know. Um, some of my favorite ones. Some of the ones that for me made the most sense. Um, some that I was a little bit questionable about. Um, one of my favorite favorite ones is Nick Chubb to Ooh. the Browns. Wow, That's I a good love one. this pick. Browns, they killed it this yeah. year in the in the, in the Browns draft. are really just trying to get better. They are. They're just they trying really to get are. better. Um, they're 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 bringing in John Dorsey, who's a well-established GM. Hugh Jackson. I'm not going to say anything good or bad about him, honestly. But Nick, this pick was a great pick. He is a bowling ball. Nick Chubb. If it wasn't for his injury, you know, a few years ago, he would have been a top ten pick. Um, but he's he still trying to work. His, yeah, he's still trying to work his way back from that injury. But we saw him have a great year. I think, yeah, I think it's a three-headed monster now in Cleveland. Um, and I, I don't want to use that word lightly. I want to I want to make sure that people out there, you know, the word monster, yes. We're not talking about, uh, you know, Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman. But honestly, Duke Johnson, Carlos Hyde, Nick Chubb is an unbelievable, you know, Holy three-headed crap. monster out in, in Cleveland. And one of the best receiving running backs as well. So he yeah. needs to step out. Yeah. You got Duke Johnson right yeah. there. I, I agree. Um, this is going to be awesome. The Browns—they really, really had an awesome, awesome first four pick. Like first four picks, incredible. And so another one of my favorite picks uh, is Darius Geis, Ooh. Um, running back, goes to Washington. I had actually mocked him. I hate um, it. Yeah, he goes in the second round to Washington. I had mocked him going in a potential first round, but he definitely has some maturity issues. He has, of course, some, he has some growing up to do. But my God, is this guy strong! He runs through tackles harder than I've seen anyone do in a very long time. We saw him back up uh, Leonard Fournette, LSU. We saw him not have, even yeah, back up. We saw him have some put up some similar games to uh, to Leonard Fournette. You, you talked to even some fans I've yeah. I've actually spoken to that said that Geis was even better than Fournette at like some points in the obviously we saw right. it. You know what I mean, but I hate that he went to the Redskins because now I'm gonna have to see him as a Cowboys <laughs> fan. Yeah, twice a year. Um, I don't know what their plans are. They do have Alex Smith now, and they also I, have Samaji P. Ryan and Rob, well, Rob Kelly's not relevant. To Rob me, Kelly, Fat Rob He's is, gone, is done. Yeah, but Samaji P. Ryan, I do. Chris he actually Thompson. he did exactly. So I think they're going to ease him back. You know, ease him in, guys. We'll we'll see. Chris Thompson really doesn't get the ball like in the backfield at all mm. unless it's passed to him. Right. And Samaji Piran still has a lot to prove. Yeah. So Geis could potentially be the number one running back come first week. Yep. Is what I think. So I'll just go through th- two, three more picks. I'm not going to talk about much in depth about them, only that I like them a lot. I think there's great potential there. James Washington to the Steelers. Love, love, love that pick. They traded Martavis Bryant to the Raiders. Very for, shocking. For a third round weird. pick. Crazy, but I love James Washington. He is my, one, he was probably my favorite receiver besides Calvin Ridley in this draft. Where did he go again? The uh, James Washington was it the third round. I think it was the third round. Wow, yeah, it was the third. Very good pick. Fourth round. Oh my god, I, I don't, don't remember know. what round he went. Whatever, but he went in the third or fourth round. I mean, I loved that pick. Uh, James Washington was one of my favorite players 
Yeah, where was it? Second. Wow. It was the second round. Okay. Ooh. So he went in the late second round. James Washington. I'm a big fan of his. He's a little on the tinier side, but he is a great receiver. But he's a still good receiver. Yeah. Had and Mason Rudolph thrown to him. That, that three headed. Oh, ends up with. Wow. Who also ends up with the Steelers? Which is crazy. So is you, Big. What's what's going on, Big Ben? Yeah. I mean, yes, he's getting old, but like, I, I mean, I, I actually, I've really liked that pick. Wow. So you have Mason, third round though. Mason Rudolph, James Washington, both going to the Steelers. You have, I mean, I think that's a three-headed monster in the receiving core now. You have Juju Smith-Schuster, Antonio Brown, and James Washington. Wow. Put back, you know, in there. Um, another one of my favorite, favorite, favorite picks: um, Royce Freeman to the Broncos. Broncos Ooh. cut uh, C.J. Anderson not too long ago, and I just hate Devonte Booker. I think he is a fumbling machine. I think he, yeah, I just, he just doesn't excel at anything in the run game. I do not like him as a player, and I think Royce Freeman is a bull. I mean, I am a big fan of his behind the offensive line that they tried to improve, um, did their best to improve at least. Uh, big fan of him. And my last player that I'll talk about, who once again has gotten um, some legal troubles, some uh, maturity problems, but there are some scouts out there who said that he was potentially one of the top three best wide receivers in this class. He just unfortunately had some legal issues. And that is Antonio Callaway from Florida. Antonio wow. Callaway goes to the Browns. Again, piling Ooh, up talent. Tons of talent. I mean, Antonio Callaway has all of, you know, I don't want to say the tools, but he definitely has the abilities and the athleticism. Small dude. Yeah. He's only 5'11". Could play a really good slot. He is maybe yeah, exactly. outside. I think I really think he has um, the skill set to really make an impact in year one because I think with that, and I don't want to rush to judgment here, but I think with the fact that they did draft him and his abilities, I really and the fact that Duke Johnson can play in the slot, I think Corey Coleman becomes a trade piece. Wow, I do. I think Corey Coleman be, becomes uh, or they an opportunity keep him to trade. and develop all of them together. That's four receivers though that really don't. Well, I mean, I mean, you got Coleman on the outside, Josh Gordon, Josh Gordon, but he may be suspended again. Who knows? We don't, you know. I mean, I guess we're trying. Jarvis I'm, Landry. I'm trying to be optimistic. That's right. You also have the best slot receiver in the game right now, actually. Right. So they're full. In Jarvis Landry, full David Njoku, right. and you just drafted right. so Nick Chubb. They are really giving Baker Mayfield wow. a lot of talented wow. players to work around. They have Holy a good crap. offensive line. <laughs> yeah, they have a pretty. And they and they just drafted another offensive. Yeah, they have drafted Austin Corbett. Oh. Uh, there to be their basically their left tackle Jeez, of the to replace the Joe Thomas. Basically, like the greatest left tackle, one of the greatest left tackles to play it exactly. Yeah. So those are some of my favorite players to be drafted. Um, I, I really think that um, some of these teams, this was a draft full of, I think, a pretty talented draft, honestly. Those first three rounds had a lot of talent drafted. Um, but once again, it does take, you know, one, two, three plus years um, for them to really pay off. Yeah. So um, you can't really tell this year, I mean, because there are certain players that in their rookie years don't do a ton, and by year two, year three, they're really making an impact. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ru not rush to judgment on them, and I'm just gonna tell you that coming for this coming year and for your dynasty, um, those are some of my favorite picks. Yeah, I just want to briefly touch on the Cowboys. For all you Cowboy fans out there, I know that Kyle is not all right. Whatever, I don't care. But for anybody, exactly, he doesn't care because he's a Jets fan. They got their quarterback of the future, but we got ours a couple years ago, and you know, in the, in the fourth round, what's all his right. name? Jack. Dak Prescott. Yeah, how did Dak do this past year? This past year was a little rough, but it's all right. It's all right. We're trying to help him out, but Dez decides, okay, um, not going to go back to the Cowboys, and the Cowboys also decide, hey, we're not going to re-sign him. Yeah. Mm. So we need to get 
a wide receiver, right? Come day one. Oh, and then day two, what happens? Oh, hey, Jason Witten. Oh, I'm going to retire. That's it. Just going to, you know, come out of nowhere. I can't believe that. I'm still in shock. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little, I'm a, like, it's still shocking just to see because, I mean, he's one of the best tight ends to ever play the game. One of the best, like, receivers mm-hmm. to play the game. So, first day, Cowboys draft Leighton Vander Esch, a.k.a., you know, Thad Castle from Blue Mountain State. <laughs> like the pick. Maybe you had Calvin Ridley out there. You had DJ Moore. You could have had your pick at any wide receiver to replace Des Bryant. Or tight end. Or tight end. Not there was many tight exactly. ends. Exactly. Honestly, I wouldn't have taken, not, a, honestly, I wouldn't have taken a tight end. Exactly. I wouldn't have taken one of them. But Van Der Esch, he's mainly an inside linebacker. You do have Sean Lee. So technically, in theory, he's he's a back. You're, you just drafted your first round pick as a backup. Or a strong like, side linebacker. Exactly. Yeah. Or, you, I mean, you can move him. He is very athletic. He's a big boy, 6'4", 256. Yeah, he's a, a big linebacker. That's a very big linebacker. <laughs> um, we'll see how that pans out. I do like the second pick, picking a homeboy. You know... From the Texas area, going to UT, offensive lineman. They did oh, yeah, need Connor that. Williams. Connor Williams, I like it. We'll see how it pans out. Chances are, guard potentially tackle. Yeah, probably going to stay a guard um, to help out that awesome offensive lineman. It's going to be an unbelievable line. Of oh yeah, it's incredible. I can't I mean, wait. Well, Collins pulling out to right tackle and then him at right guard, which is just incredible. But. Love it. Anyway. Love it, love it. So that wraps up our uh, draft coverage. What a wonderful, wonderful draft it was. Granted, there are plenty of players that matter that of we course, did discuss. Of course. There are certain actually situations we didn't really talk about that could have mattered and might matter, like protecting Andrew Luck, for God's sake. Two offensive linemen. They took, they took two offensive linemen in the love first it. two rounds, Amazing. starting with Quentin Nelson in the first round, who is an unbelievable player. So for me, that really helps their run game. It helps the Andrew Luck. So I am a pretty big fan of that. Also for the Giants as well, picking Will Hernandez with, in the uh, second, yep. in the second oh, yeah. round to help out their future star running back in Saquon Barkley. So our next few episodes will obviously we'll be pivoting back um, to, to the, the baseball. Ma- Major League Baseball and Fantasy Baseball. We'll getting you know getting up to date with some of the players who have excelled to this point. Some some guys to discuss in terms of waiver wire and uh, getting you you know over that hump of the first month of the season because it's a really long race. And if you're down and out, you know you feel like you know oh I'm zero and four or I'm one and three or if you're in a, you know in a, um, a categories type league and you're really struggling, don't worry. It's only April. There's it's plenty a of time to come back. Yep. It's not a sprint. It so is a marathon. We will be back with baseball um, in our next episode. Very and just, just an update that we will be starting fantasy football by the summer. We will get you ready for your draft. So there will be a point in the summer, June, July. Just um, a couple, you know, yeah, some we'll episodes be, we'll be here and there. Time. Correct. We'll yep. be splitting time between fantasy baseball and football because. Football will be will be starting in the next right month or two, the and then wait. baseball, um, you know, getting you into those playoffs and getting you to a title. So please do not fret, and we will get be getting you know getting you ready for the long haul. Um, wow, a lot of content covered. Big fan of the NFL draft, my favorite time of year because now it means that the football season is only a few months away. And we were there. Yeah, and we were there. It was I awesome. Loved it. It was what amazing. a great time! So if you ever have Holy a chance crap. to go to the draft, and we we were on ESPN. It's, just yeah, we were. Throw that oh, we were on there. ESPN too. College yep. game day. Not that we were on oh, it. Oh, it was incredible. Yeah, it was incredible, though. Right behind, uh, what was it? David Pollock. David Pollock. Joey Galloway. Yeah. Desmond. A lot of fun. So, anyway. So, on behalf of me and my wonderful cousin, this is the Fantasy Fam signing off. Bye.